0: Certainly another blessed evening, I get excited when it's time to present God's word. I love God's word, y'all. I, I, you know, I try to wake up with it and I try to go to bed with it. And I tell you, it's re- it really pays off. And when Pastor called me up the other evening and asked me, would I did I have a word? I said, look, Pastor, i keep a word in my heart. And he just got took He said, I don't know why I asked you that, but. I thank God for who God is in my life, and I thank my wonderful pastors for having enough faith and trust in me to present me tonight. Even in their absence, I know I'm in their heart, and I thank God for that. And I thank God for each and every one of you who took time out of your busy schedule to come out to hear the word of God. May we bow our heads. Oh, gracious Lord, we come before you one more time, giving you all the honor, glory, and praise, Father God. Thanking you that your son died on the cross, Father God, so this moment could be. Father God, we believe, Father God, that Christ died and he rose with all power. Without that, Father God, we have nothing. For your word says, Father God, we can do nothing without him. Lord, And we t- t- take hold to your word and we thank you for your word. Now, Father God, I pray that I would decrease and that your Holy Spirit would come and increase. And, Father God, and comfort me and to teach me all things and bring all things into my memory whatsoever Christ has said. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you would, let's go to John 15, 14, I believe. John 15, verse 14. It was so amazing the other day, uh, my brother John Milliken he called me and he was all excited. And, and he just, he just joy to me. A lot of times in the morning, he would call me just to say, I love you, brother. And it means so much to me, you know, because... He's genuine to me. We've been we've been down the bad roads, and now we thank God we're going down the good roads. And I just thank God for him tonight. And he's always a great inspiration to me. Do you? If you have it, say Amen. If ye love me, keep my commandment. And you know, I had a thought on that when I was reading that the other day. It was just so amazing when I was reading that. If ye love me, keep my commandment. And, you know, so many times we say we love the Lord, but are we keeping his commandment? This verse tells us if we love him, we would keep his commandment. And, you know, I just, with all my heart and might, to try to do what God and what I read in his word to do. Because most of the time when I read God's word, I'm going to have to be honest with you, a lot of time, I'll be repenting, And then the time that I'm not be repenting, I'll be praising the Lord for I've overcome another battle or another Trick of the enemy. So I just thank God for His Word. If we could have a thought tonight on that, if ye, if ye love me, keep my commandment, I would tell this thing tonight too legit to quit. You know, I I, I thank God because I was laying up the other day. without the pastor that asked me that, and that kept coming and me and i like too legit to quit. Do it? Do you know what legit mean? <laughs> it means genuine. I mean honest it means obeying the law how many of us go down the highway where it says 65 do 70 huh <laughs> there you go right there if you love me you keep my commandment so I you know I, it's a challenge for me tonight church on that part cause I find myself throughout the day I gotta be honest sometime I'll be texting and driving and then sometime I'd be speeding. The other day, i just be honest, uh, the trooper stopped me the other, other morning, probably Wednesday morning. He said, son, where you going? I said, man, I'm going to Mac know you to put in a glass. He looked at me. You know you were running 68? I said, no, sir, I really didn't. I say, but i try to slow it down. And he said, well, let me see your license and your registration and your proof of insurance. I gave him all of that. <laughs> it was so amazing because... I know the sergeant that's over him, because I do most of all of the state trooper glasses and stuff. And when it comes to putting in the glass, I do a lot of it. So I done praised, Lord, let me not get a ticket. But then I said, well, I better call my ace in the hole. I called the sergeant up, and he said, hey, all right, let me get off here where I can talk to him. And for we could get off the phone, the trooper was knocking on my one. They said, I'm going to give you a break this time. You go ahead and you slow it down. So I called the sergeant. I said, that's all right, man. He gave me a warning. So that's how good God is. Even when we're wrong, he'll make it right. Because I think it's Genesis 50:20, What Satan meant for bad, God will turn it into good. And in that situation, it wasn't on a Satan. I can't tell you it was Satan. Because Satan wasn't driving that truck. I was driving that truck. So so many times we get Satan too much credit that he don't deserve. And I call it an execution. And it, you know, it's it's, sometimes it's on us. We know better, so we should do better. But I thank God through all the storms and the rain, He always see me through. And I'm just learning each and every day. I have so many trials and tribulations that I face each and every day. But it used to, I used to didn't understand. But now I understand. If you would, let's go to Galatians six nine. Galatians six nine. Will you put it up on the screen, please? Let not grow weary while doing good for in due season due season that's god's timing not our timing because the word of God said there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end is destruction so for in due season that's in god's timing sometimes we want it overnight but sometimes it may look at Jesus how long did he 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 um for about thirty years and then he was developing himself for about thirty years and then how many years did he preach? He preached three. So sometimes we get in a hurry, but we gotta remember in due season in God's time, it says we shall reap if we do not lose heart, if we do not give up, if we do not faint. So many times we we get discouraged on here here on earth because we think things are not going right, but if you take that word right there and put it in your heart and you and you you'll realize that hey when you think that you're doing everything right and you're lining up and things still not going going well for you, my my word to you tonight: do not give up, do not lose heart. Know what God said He would do; it He will do; it It shall come to pass, because He is a God that shall not lie and will not lie; He can't lie. So just hold on, because a lot of time it be us; it, 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 most, it, all the time is us; it's not never Him. So many times it be a process he have to take us through, in order for us to receive what we believe in him for. And so many times in that season, we don't we don't really understand. And it's my time was when um, the Lord told me to start that shop in Magnolia. And I know I tell this all the time, but it's in my heart. and and I was laying there, I'm like, no, Lord, I this one in Camden, it's just plenty, it's plenty. It's too, it, this one right here is more headache than I can bear. That's what I'm thinking now. A little weak, weak in the faith. So it was about two or three weeks later, my wife got up to spend time with the Lord. And she was just happy when she come back in that room. Ooh, you don't know, um, you're going to have to start a shop in Magnolia. I said, no, I don't think you heard the Lord, girl. Who you been talking to you I don't think the Lord told you that. But she didn't pay me no mind. She did what the Lord told her to do. She posted one on the in the bathroom on the mirror and one in our room. And she believed. And it was so amazing about two weeks after that happened. The guy down in McNoah, y'all putting in, he said, Son, don't you know you got a, a gift on putting in windshield? He said, Man, you can make some money down here in McNoah. My eyes kind of buck when he says some money. I said, Oh, my wife is right. <laughs> So I went on, and, and and I did as the Lord did. It was so amazing, though, church, because the same building that my wife drew, not even knowing it, and I had never seen it before, it was exactly the same building that I'm in. That day, that guy took me to see three buildings, and, and that was the building. At that time in Magnolia, I think um, commercial property was about $35 a square feet. I got this building over 8,000 square feet for less than $7.25 a square feet. You know, I knew that, I knew that was God. Cause when the man told me the price, I was, no, he can't be right. He doesn't miss. He didn't, he didn't say that right. So I asked him again. He said it again. But my thing is to y'all, if God give you a word or give your wife or your spouse a word or your children, a word, believe, believe with them. Cause like I say, God is the God that cannot lie. And I got so excited, man. And I, I kind of, me and when we started out, me and God was hand to hand. Shoot, I I know the thing. God was still back then. I was out there in the parking lot. I was getting people ready and just I was just excited. But sometimes when God give you a word, it don't mean to do it right then. It mean to meditate on it and just wait on him. And so I got excited and I didn't wait on him. And I started going and it was probably in about three months. Things weren't doing very well. I said, man, the Lord told me that. Why it's not going right? So me and the Lord, we got in. I got in my little prayer closet, and boy, we went at one another. And it was just so amazing. When I got finished, he said, "Son, I didn't want you to hire anybody. I just wanted you to get your telephone and 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 forward your calls to this shop. You do mobile anyway, so you, you know just." Get you a couple of days a week to go down there and then you'll have your five or six every day th- that Thursday, Tuesday and a Thursday. And I was, I felt so bad, y'all, cause I wanted to give up on what God had told me. And it wasn't God, it was me. That's why I tell you a lot of times we get in a hurry when He give us something cause we're excited. We want to please Him. But so many times that I'm learning when God give me a word to just meditate on it. Cause if He give it to you, He's not going to take it back from you. And you know, but through that, through all of that, What saved meant for bad, God turned it into good on cause of me. It wasn't saved. It was me. I I left God and went on my own, not knowing. I was just excited. So sometimes we have to be careful when God give us something and not to just rush into it, but to wait on the Lord. So I learned from that, and I just thank God how he is so faithful. And all the the morning and and, uh, yesterday morning in breakfast, I... Real good friend of mine, Brian Smith, man, he was up there ministering. and He just really touched my heart because he was ministering on some things that I had already been through. And it was just so amazing. And, and, you know, some of the things that he was saying that he did and what he went through. I'm like, wow, I did the same thing, brother. I know what's going on. But so many times, even though we mess up, when God give it to us, he'll make it right. If we'll hold on and don't give up, he'll make it right. Because the word of God... It says, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so many times, church, I find myself in God's word. And every time I get in his word, I, I feel his word just overflowing in me. And so many times in our lives, we busy, busy, busy. We get up, we're going to eat breakfast. We're going to take care of this physical body. We're going to eat some breakfast. But so many times, we don't get up and read God's Word. And in in Psalms 1, I think about the 6th or the 8th verse, it says that we should meditate upon God's Word day and night. And see, so many times, we don't do that, and then we find ourselves wondering what's going on. It's not God. It's us, church. We need to stop and examine ourselves. In order to be too legit to quit, we got to stay in God's Word because we don't stay in God's Word. We won't be honest. We won't be upright. We won't do the things that need to be done in every situation that we're going to face in life. Because when Jesus died on the cross and he said it was finished, he did everything that we'll ever do here on earth. He went through everything. He paid the price. And all we got to do is imitate him. Do what he asked us to do. As I read, if you love me, what? You keep my commandments. And obeying his word is his commandment. And he do command us to meditate upon his word day and night. Then it goes on in Joshua 1-8 and says it again. So if you read and say, I forgot, just keep reading, you'll, you'll see it again. And then not only that, but it gives you some promises in Joshua 1 and 8. It said, meditate upon my word day and night that you shall prosper and be a, sus- a good success. And you know, and I'm telling you, so many times when you think things ain't right, don't look at God. Look, examine yourself. You know, I, I, I'm learning how to examine myself and stop looking at other people's cause we all gotta do it for ourselves, church. We can come to church and the pastor can pray, and deacons can pray, but until we get serious about this walk with the Lord and meditating on that word day and night like he says, things are not gonna get any better. And you know, and I just thank God that for his word, cause his word is true. And, you know, it's just so amazing. And then in this life, it said we're going to have trials and tribulations. But what did it says do? It says to be of good cheer, for he have overcome, so will we. So many times we'll get upset. Being upset, you're not of good cheer. You're of the enemy. You are, you're allowing the enemy to, to use you and to, and make that thing linger and linger and linger and don't come to pass the way, God's, the way God said it should. So so many times let's look at 1 Corinthians 10:13 Even though the enemy try to get us Jesus has already made a way for us to escape Let's look at this 1 Corinthians 10:13 So Saul so Saul died for his unfaithfulness, which he had committed against the Lord, because he did not keep the word of the Lord. No, that ain't it, it is. Yeah, you in chronicles, I'll say 1 Corinthians 10:13. That's all right, brother. First Corinthians 10:13. Church, say amen. Yeah, we, here we go. No temptation have overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bury it. So it's so many times, church, we're going to have those things. The Bible never said it was going to be easy. But the Bible said, if ye love me, what? You'll keep my commandment. And if you love him and keep his commandment, I promise you, you're going to be too legit to quit. Every situation that come on, that come, that you face and everything that you do, you'll know that I got a way to escape. And then not only that, but when you escape, it's a blessing, waiting for you. Obedience bring a blessing because the word of God said, uh, obedience is better than sacrifice in Ecclesiastes, I believe. And you know, so many times we don't want to sacrifice. We don't want to let that bed loosen and, and spend time with the Lord. We don't want to put that cell phone down and get off of Facebook for three and four hours and then we don't even want to get a Lord three or four minutes. Young kids, I'm here to tell you tonight, if you start reading your word and let that word build up in, in you, when you get old and when you get older than what you is, when you get ready to go to college and when you get ready to get married and get ready to have children, the word says if you meditate upon this word day and night, you're going to prosper. You're going to have healthy babies. Gonna make good grades in school. And then not only say be of good success, be able to help others, be able to tell, not only help them financially, but spiritually because you had the word hidden into your heart. And you know, so many times when you, as being a child, you, a lot of days a good prayer would say, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit because so much peer pressure be on you. And so many times you be want to try to handle it yourself. But every situation you ever face in this world, you can go to the word of God and and, and let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you and and learn how to love through all things. Because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 that we can do all things. We can prophesy. We can teach. We can do all these things. But without love, it is what? Nothing. So you might be right. But yet instead, the way you say it, you could be wrong because you're not saying it in love. So we, you know, and that's what it says right there. If you love me, what? You'll keep my commandment. And then guess what? You'll be too legit to quit. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll win more battles that way, and it won't be you winning battles, but it'll be the Lord because now let's go to Second Chronicles 2015. 2 Chronicles 2015. To let you know it's not none of you winning those battles. Because he said we can do nothing without him. There's nothing we can do without him, church, I promise you, that we'll last. And he said, listen, all of you Judah and your inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you king, fast, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid, nor dismay." Don't get discouraged. Don't worry about all those things. Because I think first Peter four and seven says, Cast your cares upon me, for I care for you. When things ain't even don't even seem like they're going right, say, Lord, you said for me to cast this up on you. And then you watch and see how that situation will change immediately. Because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. So many times we try to face the battle. We try to do the things that God have already told us not to do, and we find ourselves in a situation or uh, in a mess that we can't get out because we're trying to fight the battle. But he didn't create us to fight the battle. He, he created us to be a little God. He, he going to be our big God, and we're we going to be his little God. we just going to follow his lead. And if we follow his lead, everything will be all right, and every situation will be all right, no matter what you see with the natural eyes. But you have that word of God in you. Let's go to uh, Hebrew eleven six. Hebrew eleven six. So many times we look to man, but it's not man who we should look to. And I'm not telling you go to your parents, go to your parents and ask questions and everything. Go to your friends. But when it all boils down to it, listen to what this what this says. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, that God is my supplier. God is my healer. God is my all in all. And that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. See, like I told you earlier, young kids, get into God's word. Because when you get into God's word, you diligently seek in him. And then what do it promise you? It promise you a reward. And so many times we wonder why things are not going the way that it should. It is because we're not doing what God said we should do. So we should get in that word and meditate upon that word day and night. And keep him, first of all, keep him first in our life, And then, because I think it's Matthew, you don't have to put it up, 6.33, it says, Seek thee first, when you get up first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. You know, what part of all is left out? Your health, your finances. Your children being blessed, your neighbor being blessed, homes, cars, vehicles, everything is in awe. And we just thank God for His Word tonight. And then so many times as men, we try to fight these battles on our own. You know, back in the, back in the Bible days, I think who was that, her and, uh, Aaron, what would hold up Moses' arm. So many times we get in a situation, we let the enemy fool us that it's, now this shouldn't be. I ain't going I ain't to let my brother know about this. Uh, I'm going to keep this to myself. And when we do that, means all we do is allow the enemy to get a toehold. Be forever coming out of it. But if we was to just, hey, man, I need to talk to you. I, I did da 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 I, you know. And then we can pray together because the Word of God said that we're supposed to comfort one another when we're going through. He said when we're mourning, we should mourn with our brothers. And when they're rejoicing, we should rejoice with them. But so many times we don't even want our own family to know that we're going through, and it says what a three four- a threefold cord is not easily broken. that's your family, man. We need to get our family involved in some of our situations, and then not only that, but let's put up psalms thirty three one psalm and i mean one thirty three one our brothers should dwell together in unity, and so many times We'll come to church and carry those burdens and we'll smile because we, it's easy to smile for an hour and a half, but let church last for about nine hours and see where you be smiling with that burden that you have, that you're carrying on your own. We're here to help one another. The first commandment was what? Love the Lord that God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one is what? Love your neighbor as yourself. Psalms 133.1. Oh how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. See, in unity that means togetherness. The Bible said one can put how many? Two can put how many? See, sometimes it'd be more than a thousand, so we need that two. We need each other. So if we can get that two together, we can defeat that thing, and it'll come it'll come to a head, it'll come to an end, and we can rejoice. And get ready cause another battle is coming because God didn't say it would be easy, but he said we should, we would have these trials and tribulations and try all trials and tribulations do for us churches to what? To establish us, to help us not be a lack, not lacking anything. But we got to get in God's word and we got to not only just read the word, but my brother James say what? Not only be a hearer of the word, but what? A doer also, so, and there's come the little work, there's time for us to do something. Is what? The the only thing that pleases him is what? Faith, trusting in him. Therefore, we got to trust in God in everything that we say, do and think, no matter what. And when we do that, guess what? Get that reward. (laughs) How many of y'all can stand some rewards tonight? How many of you going to keep the commandment to get those rewards tonight? That's all it takes. He said, if ye love me, keep my commandment. And then if you keep his commandment, he said, you, bless is the man. And let's go on, look, father, legit, you know. That's my thing. I want to be able to stay too legit to quit, to quit serving and praising my father, which is in heaven and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So many times my, my prayer in the morning is, Abba Father, I belong to you. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I worship you. Holy Spirit, I invite you to rule and reign, to lead and guide me throughout this day. You know, I just I, I just love the Word of God so. To I just find myself so many times just throughout the day reciting and, and thinking on God's word in every situation or some situation like that the other morning I got that ticket. I was really praising the Lord on my way down that highway. Didn't know how fast I was going. But like I said, I was wrong. But what we read, first Corinthians ten thirteen, he give you a way to escape. So I escaped that and I don't I won't have to go back down that no. And and so many times church we'll we'll go to sorrow. We might lose one, our loved one lose a friend, lose our home, lose a car. If you would, brother, put up Psalm 40. And we're going to read 1 through 3 what we should do when when sorrow come our way. I'm sorry, Isaiah 40, 1 through 3. Isaiah, I'm sorry. 40 1 through 3. That's a good one, there, though. All of God word is good. Isaiah forty one through three. See, I ain't never, I ain't never sit up there, so I, I'm gonna have, I'm got patience. You take your time, brother. Until you do a job, you don't know how, how, the, how the job is. Comfort. Yes, comfort my people, says the Lord. Two. Verse two. And there they eat bread together and y'all say that for me. Now that's Jeremiah. I, I, we don't need that one, bro. We need Isaiah 40, one through three. Isaiah 41 through three. All right, speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is in it, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she have received from the Lord hand, double for all her sin. Oh, wait, we missed the first one. that's okay. The voice of the Lord crying in the wilderness, prepare to way, way, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. So when we're going through, we have our heart is burdened down, we would wait on the Lord and cry unto him. And see what he has to say about that situation that we that when we fall into it, because so many times we will get in a hurry and we'll mess everything up. And and one of my favorite prayers, a lot of times when I was, cause hey, I used to love to talk, you know. And but then I had to learn that hey, everything I'm sa- I was saying wasn't true. So I I went to Psalms one morning. I read Psalm 19:14, and it said, "Let the words of my mouth." And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let the words of my mouth be what God would have them to be. And then I would always go and say, Lord, first, um, um James 1.19, Lord, help me to be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath. So many times our biggest enemy, we say it's the enemy, we say it's our spouse, we say it's our friend, we say it's our boss, but our biggest enemy is our mouth is a mouth. So many times we have to put guard over our mouth and let's go to Psalms 86:11. One of my favorite verses every morning, Psalms 86:11. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth and unite my heart to fear your name. To join my heart that I may fear the name of the Lord, to refer him in every situation. So many times we be tempted, but when we be tempted and God words come to us, God word always come to me. I get that that close sometimes. I'm talking about to make a big mistake. But the word of God, it arises in me, and I and I can't do nothing but say no. And I find myself walking away from it, not doing it. And I thank the God, I thank the Lord for that. It says, Teach me your way, O Lord, I will walk in your truth and unite my heart to fear your name. And that's what it does, church. It unites your heart to fear his name when you get ready to do something that you shouldn't do. The word of God will rise up in you and tell you that's not right. Let's not do that. That's why it's so important that we invite the Holy Spirit. That's my prayer that like I said earlier. that I always invite the Holy Spirit to, to lead and guide me throughout the day in what I say, what I do, and what I think. That I may be pleasing unto the Lord in what I say, I do, and I think. You know, I just I, I just I can't say enough about how important it is for us to get into God's word and to read his word, to study his word, to know his word, to meditate upon his word. You know, it's, it's so important that we do that, church, in order to see things to change, in order to see this city change. Because, see, when, when you say prayer, prayer is good. But if we're not praying God's word, it don't work. So everything began with God's word because God's word said in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So it's so important that we keep God's word in our heart. Keep God's word on every situation. So many times you, we would get upset at, at our neighbors and our friends and our spouse and everything. And, and all we do is allow the enemy to come in and to steal our joy because we don't know the word of God. Because God's word says when somebody despisefully use you, what you should do? Pray for them. Are we doing more praying or are we doing more cussing and fussing? If we spend most of our time praying on our knees and, and praying, we'll find that situation change. before you get up off your knees. That same person you're praying for will be laying a hand on your shoulder and say, I, I'm sorry. That lets you know the battle is not ours, but it belonged to the Lord. The Lord had touched that person. A lot of times we want to touch that person physically, but if we don't put these hands on them, we'll let the Lord touch them spiritually and it'll help them and us. We'll receive a reward. And we won't cause the enemy cause if you like me you ain't too many times I'm going to let you put your hands on me but but I, I'm going to let God fight my battles. I'm learning to let God fight my battle cause the battle is not mine it's his if I said anything tonight that touched you and you think it's an error in your life that you need praying over if you would just come to the altar I'm going to ask the elders of the church to come and the Lay hands on them and we'll say a prayer and we'll get dismissed, we'll get out of here, and I pray that I said something, that the word of God touched you or, or, or helped you in some kind of way. Because with God His word, we ain't gonna we won't make it. I can I can guarantee you that. I don't guarantee a whole lot of things, but I can guarantee you that. Because God's word just said if ye love me, what? You keep my commandment. So many times I we find ourselves not keeping God's commandment, Church. But then He gave us a way that, hey, that we just repent and turn from that, turn from those ways. Because Proverbs um, three, five, and six say, "What? In all that way, in all thy ways acknowledge Me, and I shall direct your path." So, so many times, you know, we always have a way, but we got to always have a heart of repentance towards God and towards people. And I just and as we bow our heads and to pray, and I, I thank God for these young ones because you know when the, when the word touch our young ones, they are our future for tomorrow. I I don't you know I just get excited to see young people come to the altar. That's the way to do it. Young kids come to the altar. Don't 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 bear these burdens on your own. God, He's died to to carry them for you. You, sh- you don't have to carry them on your own. So if y'all join in, reach towards them as we pray and get ready to be dismissed. Oh, gracious Lord, we just come now with bowed heads thanking you, Father God, that your word was in someone here tonight Father God they heard it Father God and they see where they have been doing might be doing something that don't need to be done Lord but you know their hearts Father God we ask you right now Father God to touch their hearts Father God give them strength give them health Father God to overcome anything any obstacles that's going to be in their way throughout this week and throughout this day Lord we thank you for the son and the mother we thank you for the daughter and and, and a friend Father God we thank you for them coming to your altar Father God to cast their cares upon you for you really care for them Lord and we just thank you and we pray Father God that whatever their problem is Father God for you say no man knows the heart but you Father God these are your children Father God we ask you to hear their cry and touch them and deliver them from anything any hurt harm and danger that may come their way and then, Father God, as we ever a church, Father God, get ready to leave you, Father God. Get ready to leave this church. We pray that you don't leave us, Father God, and that you will strengthen us. For your word say the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father God, we thank you for your joy. We thank you for your peace. For your peace surpasses all understanding, Lord. Father God, we thank you for it, Father God. But most of all, we thank you for your love. But we know that perfect love casts out all fear, Father God. So we thank you for your love. And then, Father God, now we're proud of the blood of Jesus over each and every family, over each and every soul. Father God, in Jesus' name, Father God, until we can meet again, Father God, we thank you and we praise you forever and evermore. In Jesus' name, amen.